welcome back to Check Your Mic, where we talk about anime, video games, Magic the Gathering, and sometimes cars, um, if you're into that. Uh, but today, we have a special guest, NJ Scholes, and uh, today's topic is a little bit, um, we're going to go on a little bit more mature topics. Um, so, if you have children around or anything of that sort, probably not the best time to be listening to this. Um, but if you're at work just chilling, got your headphones in, you're totally good. So, um, NJ Scholes, uh, we're here to talk about, um, specifically and non-specifically, um, asexuality and being an ace. Um, so I'm going to let her kind of lead on, uh, or lead out with the, uh, what was it? The different types of, uh, attraction, right? Or was it? Okay. I'll let you start with that. Yeah, hello, hello. I'm Ace in the Space, and I may not punch you in the face. It all depends. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh. Also, if if you'd like, you can give an introduction to yourself and who you are. Um, but that's up to you. Completely up to you. Yeah. We'll we'll get into it as we go along. Cool. Yeah. So basically, just like everyone, there are different types of attraction. I know it's crazy. <laughs> but that's one of the big things that I learned when I first became asexual. Well, became asexual, discovered is we'll get into that. Right. Anyway, so like you have your standard sexual attraction, which can best be described as, ooh, I want to bang that. Or as I've been told, I'm not really in that club. So like if you know, I feel like you know. Right. So, yeah. And then you have similar but not really sensual attraction with like an S instead of an X. Right. And this is basically like, ooh, I want to cuddle that or I want to touch that. It's just like enjoying touch or connection. And then you have romantic attraction, which is just a room wanting to date that or just be in a relationship with that. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. Like case in point, there's a lot of asexuals that feel romantic attraction. And there's a lot of allosexuals, or people who feel sexual attraction, that are completely aromantic, or don't feel romantic attraction. There's nothing wrong with that, it's just its own things. Then you have platonic attraction, which is just, ooh, I want to be friends with that. So this is your standard bromance stuff, so if you're really close with your homies, and you're really good friends, and you just love being around them, it's not gay. Unless it's gay, but that's like a different thing. <laughs> you're fine, I promise, you're fine. Uh. There is aesthetic attraction, or ooh, I want to look at that. And it's just generally attraction to just like things that are pretty. So like, oftentimes you can get aromantic asexuals that are like, ooh, that person is really pretty. And they're fine, because they're just aesthetically attracted. It's a mm -hmm. different thing. That's also where you get like a lot of shallow high school relationships with some people who are only dating because they think the other person's pretty. Right. I mean, not to just like poke fun at your relationships, but... Right. And I think... <clears throat> I'm going to insert some, some comments here too. I think that's why a lot of them don't last is because that's ba basically it, right? You know? Yeah. Um, not to say that they can't yeah, like build a relationship but most of the times it's m merely and purely platonic and then it ends in like a week 
month yeah you know whatever yeah. there's nothing wrong with liking to look at people no i mean i love looking at fireworks displays but that doesn't mean i want to stick my genitals near them <laughs> <laughs> and if you do you probably have problems <laughs> hey hey i'm not gonna i'm not gonna no judging just please be careful <laughs> we don't please care what you careful. do in your spare time in your in your own privacy of your own home like, like it's fine it's fine <laughs> No, no, those are the basic attractions, and everyone feels it in different ways to different ways. Mm -hmm. The only thing that really makes you asexual is not feeling sexual attraction. And even then, there's a lot of spectrum there, because gray sexuals exist. Like, my past relationship was with a gray sexual, who basically, they sometimes feel sexual attraction, but sometimes don't. It just sort of comes and goes. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard, well, maybe I have heard... Um, someone that I know, uh, has talked to me a lot about asexuality and I have a very bad memory and so I don't completely remember everything, but I'm pretty sure she's mentioned gray sexual, but I didn't remember what it meant or I don't know if we got really far into what it was, but that's really interesting. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Sometimes okay. it's there. Sometimes it's not, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like if you have pie being sex, it's like, oh, yeah, sometimes they're in the mood for pie, sometimes they're not. Right, okay. And then you also have, like, demisexuals who do feel sexual attraction after a strong emotional connection has been met. And so it's like, you know, some, they don't like pie unless it's a very specific flavor. Gotcha. And then over here on my fun far end of the corner, you have just strict, complete sex-repulsed asexuals. Who, we just don't like sex at all. Right. Like, you know, it's just like, we, we've seen the pie, we have, we have just like smelt and studied, and we've just like done, we've just like experienced the pie, but we do not like pie. Stop trying to give us pie. Even those that have tried pie have learned that they don't like it, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's also important to know that just like sexual attraction and libido, like, they can correlate, but they don't, they're not the same thing. I mean, even with just like, allosexuals of any other gender orientation you probably noticed like the whole thing of just like oh yeah i'm super into this right now or i'm not like regardless of what attraction you feel you've noticed that there are different levels of sex drive uh-huh yeah for some of us it's just like oh yeah i still have a sex drive am i valid yes yes you are because you know sometimes you crave things you don't want it's okay yeah yeah for me, I describe, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, my experience was just like any libido things, like my libido is naturally very low, mm -hmm. but like I, it's sort of just like with like any sort of just like feeling like that. It's like, I'm just chilling in my house and then like a clown breaks through the door and just starts running around, waving their arms around and screaming and just hanging out for a bit and then just leaving. That's, that's a really... and I'm just sitting on my couch. And I'm not a part of this at all. It just happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a funny way to put it. <laughs> oh, Honestly, that's... what it feels like, it's just like, well, this has happened. Right. I have, I've had nothing to do with this, but it just happened. But it's here. <laughs> I just had to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think... Um... <clears throat> being in the relationship that I've been in, like, before, it really didn't bother me all that much, 
but um trying to find a happy medium like i try to avoid or reject almost the feeling of getting turned on or uh the high libido that i have um i really don't like it it's a pain in the butt to deal with um so like my your clown comes in and just runs around for a few moments like you said and then leaves right or yeah so yeah. mine knocks on the door says hello sits on the couch watches a couple movies and then decides they want to go and then i hear a knock on the door and then it's a different clown and <laughs> they want to do the oh, same gosh. thing and i'm just like why <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> Sounds really exciting. <laughs> oh no, my camera. I hit my table. My uh, desk. It it can be like, and like, I there's much more to life than than having sex, and uh, like there's so much more to enjoy, and sometimes that gets in the way from me being able to enjoy other things, um, and so I am a little bit uh, what's the word? Let me fix my camera. Um almost jealous of those who don't have to deal with that all the time if that makes sense yeah so certainly one of the benefits right and there's and there's there's pros and cons to having a high libido having a low libido um and depending on the relationship you have if you have one um both of you having a high both of you having a low one having a high one having low you know it's all it's all a lot of different things um but yeah, that's one thing that I wish yeah. I didn't have such a high libido. I wish, I wish, um, I haven't, like, looked very deep into ways of how to, like, lower li your libido, um, but there are ways, so. That's... I am literally the worst person to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah. And there's, I, I believe there's also ways to increase your libido, but like that all depends on if that's even something you want, um, and that probably only on occasion, for whatever reason, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was a tangent I just wanted to go on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I mean, we're talking about sex, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Time to come up. Right. But yeah. No. You can have a high sex drive and still be sexual. It's perfectly valid. I don't know how you live that life, because again, I'm on the farther end of the spectrum, but you can do it. Well, there's a way to tell the clown to leave, but in most cases, that's not typically allowed. Uh, <laughs> so... I Again, I don't know. Right. So... Uh, you can release the clown out of your house, uh, but he'll come back and sometimes within a couple hours and it's quite annoying. So, oh, yeah. So it's just like, and everyone has different level of libido and, uh, some have, yeah, have the clown showing up more often than others and staying longer for than others. But, uh, yeah, definitely not going to go into re religion or politics too much, but sometimes it can cause issues that are just, uh, so annoying. So, yeah. 
Yeah. It... Just the general tip with that is just like <laughs> wherever you are, just like figure out what's healthy for you. Exactly. Right. So. Alright. Yeah. I don't. So. Being um. So you you said you identify as ace. We're we're, we're that far. Yeah. Right. So and we're also as far as I identify as what is it sexual like I've never even had to like think about what I identify as just because it's the norm I guess you could say like yeah. to to be sexually attracted to people um yeah it's okay so you can, you can be cishet it's okay you can be a cis heterosexual person is that what it is yeah okay <laughs> and, and honestly like if you're somehow offended by that terms it's it's okay you can call yourself default settings i'm not gonna be offended i if that's what it is that's what it is i'm not gonna yeah, argue it's okay these these aren't meant to separate they're just describing things that we feel right exactly and we're not here to push anyone away or you know deny anyone anything so um you are who you are and uh that's that's okay so yeah cool <laughs> cool Alrighty. cruising right along looking at this list of things to talk about heck yeah <clears throat> let's see so me identifying yeah so i am a sex repulsed asexual that is biromantic which means for those who don't know so yeah, basically, sex repulsed is pretty self-explanatory. I don't want the pie. Stop trying to give me pie. I will <laughs> And then biromantic basically means that I'm attracted to those of a similar gender and an opposite gender. So, like, romantically, like, I have been interested in men. And romantically, I've been interested in women. Which, like, the person that I was talking about, um, like, they have been ace and have been ace for as long as they can remember um and like the first person that they ever like were attracted to like in any way was a girl and they they were like based on their religious beliefs that wasn't um accepted and so she didn't really pursue that um but then um you know she ended up being attracted to a man so she's the same way yeah, it's something that you just sort of find out over time. Right. I was convinced I was heteromantic for a good long while. And then, like, somebody pointed out to me that as far as anime goes, I'm the only I'm the only person in the friend group that has both husbands and, well, husbandos and waifus. And, waifus, and I was like, yeah. oh, shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And it's right around then where you start realizing all those female characters you were interested in for some reason. Mm -hmm. There was a reason. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Maybe you can help me with this. So, I have never, ever been sexually attracted to a man. But, like, this, there's a, a single... Um, like celebrity youtuber or whatever that's a guy that i'm like i would want to spend my time with them like all the time and be with them all the time and just hang out all the time and that was like this is weird like i've never like had this before what is that what does that mean 
Like, oh boy. That is the constant struggle of my life. Because <laughs> it can either go with like platonic attraction or romantic attraction, just depending on specifics. So really, the question you got to ask yourself is, am I like visualizing and desiring this in a romantic sense or a platonic sense? Right. And if you're anything like me, you're going to be staring at the ceiling well into the wee hours of the morning, trying to figure that out. <laughs> well, like... I don't know what it is. He's, I just find him like, what he does, who he is, the kind of person he is, everything, is just. I I can't help but love the person he is, and, like. I don't know, man. I I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm not at all like I said. I'm yeah. being honest. Sexually attracted to him, um, and so. But I've never had, like, I would, like, if someone said I could go see this person and I had the ability to do it, like, financially, because I don't do a lot of things financially because I just don't have the money to do it. Um, but that's, like, if I had to choose one person to meet, like, dead or alive, that person would be them. Like, and... If I could hang out with them, I would be ecstatic. So, and, yeah, I don't know. It sounds pretty romantic to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. TikTok has figured out that I'm kind of biromantic. And so they keep shoving all of these lovely women in suits or just, like, with with weapons on me. I'm just like, <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> like, you were pandering to me in a way that I appreciate but at the same time <laughs> that's funny oh tiktok yeah but no that's how i identify myself those are my terms i guess you could say gotcha <clears throat> and i guess i am cis heterosexual and except for a single man that i've never met but like I watch all of his content and nearly follow him religiously. Like, yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I can't explain why, but if I was a girl, I would want to marry him if he wasn't married already. So yeah, that, that is pretty romantic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but, look at this. Welcome to the gang. Yeah, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah. happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, no. This oh is no, the I beauty have my of just again. like having all these different attraction styles just like explained out to everyone. Because a lot <laughs> of things that would otherwise be looked at as kind of weird or oh no, I need to suppress that cuz that's just not falling into anything. Right. Like, we have words to like explain that of like, oh, okay. I'm not going crazy. I am who I am. It's just da-da-da-da-da. Right. And like I said, like I don't judge anyone for feeling any certain way. And uh, if you have problems with that or with us, that's your problem. So... Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, what do we have next? 
How did you come across first come across the term asexuality, and when did you discover you were ace? Oh boy, <laughs> this is a fun question. So, so when I just so when I first heard the term asexuality, I think I was like 15 or 16, and I was on YouTube because of course I was on YouTube. Of course. <laughs> and like somebody had brought up asexuality of just like, ugh, I'm asexual. I want nothing and I'm just going to be a hermit. So in my mind, it's like, oh, asexual is just like you have homo, you have hetero, and then you have nothing. And that must be what asexuality is. Okay. <laughs> and around that time, I had a friend who I noticed wasn't really dating anyone or really doing anything. And I asked him, like, are you this mysterious third thing that I have heard about? Mm -hmm. And so she did a bunch of research that went nowhere for her, but she just held on to it. And right. this is going to come up later. Okay. And then just like, I just had that term in the back of my mind and I didn't think about it for years and years, which is funny because like, I should have thought about it sooner. Yes. Yeah, so it's like when like discovering I'm asexual, like I've always, how I feel it is like, I've always been ace. Mm -hmm. I just haven't had the words or the tools to describe my feelings for the longest time. Gotcha. Like, honestly, like, I got my first kiss in, like, third grade on a dare. Gotcha. Yeah, like, my friend Michaela was moving away, and one of my friends was like, ooh, I double-dog dare you to kiss her. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're just like, what? okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we're nine. Right, And I exactly. remember just being a kid, and, like, all my other friends would just, like, have their crushes. And I don't want to feel left out. So I would arbitrarily pick a boy. I'm like, eeny, meeny, miny, you. That is my crush. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but that one. <laughs> but that one. That's my crush. <laughs> yeah, and this continued up until, like, middle school and high school. And honestly, I should have known things were up because everyone else was starting to figure out innuendos and things. Uh -huh. And every single one just flew over my head like i had no idea what anyone was talking about <laughs> and it didn't help that i grew up in like an uber conservative hickville utah uh -huh. where like a lot of things are still stuck in the 1950s so right. my sex education was basically just okay sometimes you're gonna feel a little lusty but that's a boy problem so you good girls don't need to worry about it <laughs> And, like, for a normal girl, that would probably be like, oh, how dare you? I'm actually, like, feeling stuff. This isn't helpful. But right. for me, I sat there, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense. This makes okay. sense. <laughs> I'm like, I understand this now. I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't have to deal with this at all. Could you imagine what it'd be like if you have to just worry about stuff like that? <laughs> oh, those silly boys. <laughs> Oh, I know. Those silly boys. And I'm just thinking back on that. I can almost feel like God and everybody just like banging their head against the wall. Like, just give it a few more years. Just give it a few more years. <laughs> so I went through high high school just thinking I'm just this perfectly normal straight girl, and if anything, just like overcompensating, trying to act as straight as I possibly could. Uh huh. Like I didn't. Like, I didn't pretend at the time, but it's just, like, how overly enthusiastic I pretended to be over boys. It's just, like, right. 
Oh, honey. <laughs> Baby girl. What were you doing? <laughs> I know. And again, I just had this long list of just like either fictional characters that were women or just like random females or just like all of these people that I liked for some reason. Right. Without realizing, because in my mind, it's like, oh, I can't be gay because I don't want to do anything scandalous. I just <laughs> think it'd be really nice if we just like moved to the countryside and then they could chase me around the halls of our country manor and all the neighbors would laugh and talk about how we're just the best of friends that's perfectly normal <laughs> yeah and then like it continued on into my LDS mission where I remember having some com conversations with companions like with my trainers it's just like oh have you ever, like, made out with anyone? And I just sat there like, I'm not even sure I know how to do that. Which <laughs> 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 I legit don't. And they just sort of sat there in awe of, like, how do you not know how to what? do that? <laughs> or, like, there's been conversations of just, like, just, like, the whole private parts thing. I'm not going to get graphic with this. Don't right. worry. Okay. But it's just, like, there's been conversations of, like, oh, yeah, and then you just put the tampon there. And, like, I don't know how to do that. It's like... <laughs> Haven't you ever experimented down there? And like, what? No. <laughs> Do I need to? <laughs> Am I missing like, something? <laughs> and I know. And I've had companions that have been like, and every single female health class or person I've talked to about this, everyone's gotten curious about that. And like, I haven't. Wow. And then there would be like a minute or two of silence. <laughs> and then it would just be like, oh, well, what a weird personal quirk. This probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I've had conversations like that. I've had conversations where it's been like, sister, I'm worried because someday I'm going to have to get married and then like have sex with a boy. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I don't like, want to do that. Like, it just feels gross. <laughs> and she's like, wow, that's such a hard problem. I bet the... I bet it's just a weird hurdle to overcome because you're being a good chase missionary. <sighs> I've just carried that in the back of my mind. And like, you know, I'm from a super family oriented church mm -hmm. where it's just like mothers, you need to get pregnant if you can and just like bear the children. And just for all of my life, that has just felt wrong. Right. Like not wrong in general, but just wrong for me. Right. It just felt icky. And so like I took all of that with me and then after I came home from my mission, I was just like settling down, chilling. And then I just get this loud voice just in the back of my head, just shout, Hey, remember that whole asexuality thing? You should go ask your friend who you forced to do research on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted her and I'm like, Hey man, you still have all those asexuality notes? And she sent me like five or six different things like she's been waiting for it this entire time. Bam, 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 bam. Oh. Yeah. And it's funny because like the more I read, the more things just made sense. And it just, it just clicked. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I've gone throughout my entire life wearing a pair of pants that's been like half a size too small. And right. everyone's been assuring me that it's fine. It's supposed to be that way. And then I finally get and just reading all that, I finally just get a pair that fits. Yeah. And honestly, it was a freeing thing because it's like, I'm not crazy. I, I, there's a thing like, I'm actually like a normal person. Holy crap. Right. Yeah. So like, it's been about two years of like 
having the tools and words to describe myself and it's just been an emotional journey ever since because it's been like okay how does this fit with my religion i hear romantic attractions a thing how does this work out right. how does this work with relationships and it's just a constant ongoing journey yeah i'm just figuring myself out so uh my fiance um when i first started dating um like no even i think it was before we started dating yeah it was before we were going on dates right and this was after mine hers mission both of us also served lds missions and um uh we were in the car late at night i was dropping her off and she said i'm ace and my mind went through all of the possibilities of what that meant and I had never heard of asexuality in my life um, and didn't know what ace meant and my brain was like you don't know what this means do you prefer to worry about it or not is it gonna you think it's really gonna be a problem or not what does that even mean in the first place I don't know me okay her all right and then, like, several weeks later, <laughs> she's like, I told you I was ace. And I was like, trying to remember, I was like, I have a bad memory. I was like, yeah, you said you were ace. What does that mean? <laughs> she's like, oh, my word. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and um, I can't remember if this, like, once the topic came back up, if we were dating or not like actually in a relationship um but she was just like she had to like explain all of it to me and like in my mind i was like is there a way to overcome this is this like and then she was like you know how you're you're very like um well you said i'm cis heterosexual right yeah so um she's like you're this way can you overcome and, and not be a physically and sexually attracted to women? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, <sighs> she's like going insane. She's like, this is oh ridiculous. But the problem is the thing that she was really like, um, the reason why she didn't just give up on me and I didn't give up on her is because we had built a relationship. We were in love with in love with each other romantically, and um, we love spending time with each other. And we both have a lot of the same likes, um, and so we wanted things to work out. And so we kept working things together, or working together, um, getting thing overcoming different things. Um, where uh, she's very asexual, or she is ace. Um, uh, she is romantically, like, or, I can't remember what she said exactly. Um, if I can ever get her on the podcast, um, I can talk more about that, but, um, so, yeah, it was something I'd never heard of. Um, I am very into the girls who are unique, and so while at first... And I've been in relationships with people who are also cis-heterosexual. And um, for my religion, 
especially the last relationship I was in before her, that was very dangerous because um, we could get into trouble very easily and very quickly. And so that, that relationship didn't last very long, thank goodness. Um, I care about that person still a lot. Um, I'm not in love with her anymore, but she's doing well and she's married and, and doing well. Anyway, um, but yeah, like half of me was actually really happy that she was um, ace because one, it helps us stay safe while um, we're waiting to get married. Um, we're actually getting married August 27th of this year. So that's exciting. Um, and uh, we've been together nearly three years. Let's see. November t uh, 18th or 17th. Sure. Of 2018, <laughs> we started dating. And we've been together since then. Uh, engaged since... Uh, either oh my gosh like i said i have terrible memory it was valentine's day not last but the one before that we've been engaged um so we've been engaged for a while um and no one else like that i've ever dated i would be have been able to do that like it's it's been good to have that um the worry comes when like when I get, um, when I start kissing and, um, getting into things like that, like, my mind starts to go blank and I stop thinking, and I'm not able to really, like, control my body, I guess, as much as I'd like to, um, and she doesn't have that problem whatsoever, um, like, making out is something she doesn't enjoy, it's, like, a chore for her, she's, she's, like, talked about it as if it's, like, doing homework, it's something she knows how to do um not her favorite thing to do and it's a chore um it physically is exhausting for her she cannot do it for very long and she only does it for me um because she loves me and she knows i really enjoy it um and so it it because she's ace it doesn't get out of hand for her um much easier to control um, but when, you know, all bets are off and we don't have to worry about, about staying safe, um, when we're married, that's something that we're probably going to have to, uh, work on a lot more. And I've accepted the fact that it's not us, um, having sex is not going to happen very often. And I've accepted that. Um, and while I think it would be amazing to do it all the time, there's a lot more to life than having sex, and I think it'll allow us to enjoy a lot more things if we're not constantly having sex all the time. So, anyway, <laughs> I thank <laughs> you for accepting that. I swear that is like the fear I const like I constantly live with in a lot of other people. Uh huh. It's just like the constant like okay. Either this, either this person's going to get bored and just like leave, or they're going to think that they're somehow just like getting in close and can just weasel it out of me. Right. Like the constant fear. Yeah, and she didn't know how it was gonna work between us when she heard that I was 
very much sexual or cis heterosexual she was like very worried about our relationship um and the only reason why she we've gotten this far is because um i didn't say i wanted to get too much into religion but based off of her feelings and how she felt uh what god was telling her was that um i was the one or at least a very good candidate for marriage and eternal uh it being uh with me for forever basically um so without those feelings um and with without god we wouldn't be together so um yeah. well not necessarily but it was a very um big catalyst of our relationship moving forward um so yeah at first i didn't know how to feel about it and um the time that we've been together and uh the time we spent together has given me a lot of uh experience with how i think our relationship is going to work and um we've been together this long and we haven't had sex <laughs> so i mean and we're both very happy so like <laughs> and i still haven't like i engage i like asked her to marry me if we've been engaged for like a year and a half yeah so look at that. Look so at that. it can be done and i i'm not just i'm not playing a game <laughs> this isn't like a joke so but yeah um, it is very possible for someone who is ace and someone who is very much not ace to, um, get along and fall in love and, uh, make things work. While on the other end of the spectrum, it is also very difficult. You can work through them, um, uh, as long as both people are willing to, to not only compromise, but, uh, meet each other on their ends of the spectrum like yeah. and understand honestly, where they're coming like, from yeah and honestly like communication's the big part like please even if you're not asexual talk to your significant other i beg of you please yes you'll save yourself so much headache yes 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 like i know you want to think that the other person knows what you're thinking all the time but no. in a it, no. <laughs> Even in a perfect world, that does not happen. Um, so communication is key in any relationship, especially ones with your future spouse and current spouse. Um, so, and or, not both. I, I, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Yes, we can talk about pride stuff since I got my little baby pride flag over yes, in the corner. Yes, yes, let's do it. Yeah, I went to my first official pride event yesterday, and it was just so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, so asexuality is a part of the LGBTQIA community. That's mm -hmm. what the A stands for. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people, so there is some debate with some jerks that are like, ugh, do we let the asexuals in here? Like, they're basically straight. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're basic, well, your bisexuals are basically straight, too, if you want to play that game. 
Oh, wow, I skipped over, like, all the things. That's fine. Yeah. So, like, how long did it take for me to be out and about and open? Oof, man. That, ha yeah, like, me, the process of me coming out just, like, happens in several phases. Uh-huh. Like, oftentimes, I feel like with any queer identity, there's, like, this huge stereotype that a lot of people assume that you just figure it out one day, and then just, like, the heavens shine down the rainbow upon you, and you emerge <laughs> from the egg and declare to the world what you are, but no. No. <laughs> no, it is, it is not that simple. Simple. So, first it was me, and I was like, okay, this is going to be tricky. And then I told my friend who sent all of just, like, the resources to me, and she fired back with, like, yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> what? And she's like, Natalie, Natalie, you're, like, you're a return missionary now, and no, you're not doing the whole dating thing like everyone else. I'm like, okay, but still. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. <laughs> so it was there. And then it was, like, a couple of my closest friends and, like, this guy I was dating at the time, to which, much like you, he had no idea what it was. Uh-huh. And then, like, afterwards, like, that kind of killed it for a little bit. He was like, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. Yeah. I, and then... I, not to be, like, at first I didn't know how to handle it, but I also knew that I really liked my fiancé at the time. And so I thought, well, is there any way we can make this work? Because I feel really good about it. And, um, yeah, the love the love I had for her kind of forced me to figure out how to, to deal with... I don't want to say deal with it. That's not the right wordage or word usage. Um, mm. A way to be accepting and working with it, I guess. Yeah, there, so, you, there you go. You have to... You have to find the right person, and um, I guess I was just the right person for my fiance. So, mm. or you could find someone who's ace as well. Like that's yeah. obviously there's there are enough ace people in the world that two ace people can can, can get together and be. We're like one percent of the population. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, one out of every hundred. That's still a lot. Yeah. So I know, and it's like you know find a nice lesbian to settle down and take care of me. It's fine. <laughs> TikTok keeps bringing them up and I'm like, "Okay, I'm not I'm not mad." <laughs> That's funny. But no, so it was there and then I remember coming out to my roommates who a lot of them were like, "Okay, this doesn't affect me in any way, but all right, good for you." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, if I were them, I'd be like, so you're not lesbian? No? Oh, okay. We're good then. <laughs> yeah, no. And then, oh. and then it's just like, I came out to like a few of my friends on accident because I accidentally outed myself in a joke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't even remember the joke. And I think that's the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> How did they take it? Was it just, like, the same, so, like, oh, okay, or... Yeah, well, there was confusion, and then when I officially came out to them, there was, like, yeah, you outed yourself in a joke, like, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> which I'm like, what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, my goodness, last year, around December, I was outed to just, like, 
my huge support network because it's like I do fencing and stuff. Oh, cool. So it's like I got outed to them because the boy I was dating at the time that I had broken up with because he was just being a mess. Uh. He just like had gone out and he outed me to like the entire organization. So like Jeez. people I know for years, just like my immediate found family, just suddenly everyone just found out in this big messy way. Dang. And it was this whole thing of like, why didn't you tell me before? How couldn't? You, how dare you not do this thing? And what? it's like I live in Utah, so oh. if the word sexual gets thrown around in any context that's not straight, a lot of people freak out. Okay, that's fair. Like a whole thing, yeah. I tried coming out to my parents like last summer. That was a bit uncomfy, but yeah. Uh, my fiance, same. Like I, we live in Idaho, and while it's not Utah, it's it's basically fairly close um but like when she tried coming out to her parents her parents were like oh no you just probably have a really low libido and you're a girl yeah. and you no, know seriously it was like the whole like oh no you're not you're just a girl it's okay and i'm like don't try to pull this on me again. right yeah it's like i've been through this <laughs> yeah and so it's like after like that whole thing and then just, like, the whole mess that happened in December, I was quiet for a little bit. And then I, like, started dating a gray sexual, developing confidence. Uh -huh. And then, like, one day I was, like, hanging out with my family. Someone made a joke. And I'm like, that's it. I am declaring to the world that I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically made, like, a whole, like, huge Instagram thing. And it was basically just like, hey, what's up? I'm asexual. Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. The straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was basically screw all of you, but not really. Right. He's asexual, but a being. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, my fiance hasn't gotten to that point yet, um, but when I told her about you, um, she, I was like, "Hey, you're gonna like this person." She's like. Who is it? What are you talking about? And I was just like, this is what her her bio Instagram bio says. She's like, oh yeah, I probably would. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, a little, I'm a little aggressive with it, but you know, it's just like screw you guys. I had to fight for this. It's like come back to me when you have to fight for the right to be heterosexual. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's fair. That's totally fair. So, she's she's. A crazy introvert my fiance and has a hard time trying to explain it to other people and just find it finds it exhausting and so she just kind of lets it hang back and if people want to ask her about it they're welcome to but she doesn't like openly go out and tell people that yeah. she's um Whoa. ace yeah, it's also, like, a super messy thing, because even within the queer community, I don't know how people are going to take it, because right. a lot of people are really chill with asexuals. It's like, yes, you guys are one of us, but there's, like, the whole, like, homosexual purists that are just like, no, you're not gay enough for us, and, like... That's so... <laughs> when I heard like, that, often... I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what? It's like... <laughs> One of my, it's like one of my fantasies of things I want to do is literally live that whole cottagecore lesbian lifestyle. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's one of the things where it's just like I'll often introduce myself as bi-romantic or just bi before I introduce myself as asexual. Uh huh. It's 
be just a little safety step just in case because I don't know what they're gonna do right gotcha that's unfortunate I wish they were 100% accepting but you can't it's hard that's hard to find yeah. in most cases I think so yeah. people are people no matter who they want to kiss or not kiss <laughs> that's true that is true All right. Uh -huh. Things that are appropriate to ask somebody who's asexual. Don't ask me. It's like, don't ask me about my sex life. Don't ask <laughs> anyone about. It's like, okay. It's just like, think about this. If you're having like a normal conversation with a normal person, because that's what you're doing. It's like in your day-to-day -day, when you're in line at the grocery store do you turn to the person behind you and ask about their sex life so how was last night what are you talking about <laughs> like no please don't no <laughs> also, don't ask me how if i reproduce asexually if i'm just like a cell doing the whole mitosis thing that when i was telling other people about it just talking about asexuality in general they're like isn't that like the thing we learned in high school <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's just like, please, please, no, <laughs> calm down. Or like, don't automatically, don't ask me if I'm like doing this for the whole religion thing, because I am not. Right. It's just like, just no. It's like, act, just act like a normal person, because you were just having a normal person conversation. <laughs> Right. And I know those skills are hard sometimes, but it's okay. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's always fun with asexuals when we get invited to Pride stuff or, like, when there's things. And, like, yesterday I went up to the Pride Gardens with a bunch of friends, uh -huh. many of which were bisexuals. That's a weird thing. Like, a lot of asexuals will be friends with bisexuals. Really? Like, logically, it's because, like, oh, well, like, we get, like, the homo homosexual purity thing against us, too, because we're not being gay enough. Right. So it's like, we have that bond, but it's also just, like, they have a sexual attraction to two. A lot of us have a sexual attraction to zero, and so, like, if you study chemistry or, like, physics at all, it's kind of an ionic bonding. Gotcha. So, yeah. But no, it was... It was great to see, like, some ace representation because things are getting better as we're accepting that sexuality is, like, an open spectrum, which is why the pride flag's a rainbow. It's because there's so many of us that right. it's a spectrum. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that totally violates, like, that flag of not accepting people. Like... Well, not accepting people against the norm, I guess. So, yeah. I don't know. It kind of confuses me why people hate asexuals. I'm like, so you're going to get upset about two girls kissing, but you're more upset about me not kissing anyone? <laughs> like, what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you what want? You <laughs> like, what are you worried I'm going to go do? <laughs> oh, people. Sometimes. Yeah. But despite all of that, yes, I do identify as queer. Because, mm -hmm. you know, asexual, my thing for both men and women in a romantic sense. <clears throat> so I just figure at the end of the day, it's like, eh, screw it. It's some form of queer. Right. You know, 
I'm here. I'm clear. I refuse to live in fear. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> the amount of times I have had to stop myself from saying that when teaching a Sunday school lesson is it's too high. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to snap, and it's going to come out, and it's going to be great. That's good. Oh, my gosh. That would be so funny. <laughs> I'd just be like, like this. That, that is going to be the moment where I finally get a girlfriend. What's funny is that, like, I feel like most people in Sunday school classes, not most people, but some, like, the one or the ones in the back that are on their phone just, like, and then all of a sudden they hear, they hear that, and they're just like, what? <laughs> Did I just hear what I think I heard? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward for that day when I just snap and it happens. Uh. But no, it's really great having the community. Like, I broke down crying, like, several times when I was, like, in the Pride Gardens because, like, mm. for the better part of, like, two years, I've just been, like, exploring this and just, like, coming to understand myself just completely on my own. And right. if anything, just having backlash. Like, back in December, when I was outed, I just basically went through, like, a couple of months of just getting nothing but just, like, these homophobic and racial slurs just thrown at me, like, in a bunch of messages. I was getting death threats. I was getting a lot of rape threats of people just, like, threatening to try to fix me, and it was, uh, it was terrifying. What's wrong with people? <laughs> Why? I really know. I ask myself that on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well I'm sorry that you had to go through that such is life yeah I have not had to deal with that at least not yet I <sighs> I pray the day it never comes but if it does I will do my best to get through it so yeah if anything like that month and a half has just made me more aggressively like screw you I'm ace Right. <laughs> your your attempts they did nothing. <laughs> nothing yeah. but make me stronger. <laughs> yeah, jokes on you. I was never physically attracted to you in the first place. <laughs> That's like a whole another thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, just from that and just like past experience, like going into relationships has just given me like the slight paranoia of like, okay. Either you're going to stay and try to force yourself on me, or you're going to get bored and try and just leave, because that's what's happened. I mean, mm -hmm. like, the last one, I guess, was fine. Yeah, the last one was fine. It only left, he only, we only, like, broke things off because he was starting to discover that he's aromantic, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, dealing with that fear while also trying to just, like, trust people. But again, like the whole thing is just communication. Yeah, and trust. Like you just talked about, trust is huge. You have to be able to trust the other person or it will not work. It just won't. No matter how badly you want it to work, it won't if you can't trust. So. Exactly. Cool. All right. It's all the big stuff on this list of things we're supposed to talk about. I am. Um, and there's only one official study about asexuality. Mm hmm. And there's only 1% of the population. And that kind of drives me nuts because that number could be lower. It could be higher. Right. We don't know because people are, because so many people are still trying to discuss whether or not it's a real thing. Right. And it's just like, 
So, like, pro tip for anyone who's questioning if you're ace or not, or just, like, anything. Like, if you're right there, and if you're doubting, but what if I'm not? You probably are. Like, if you're having the... Like, I doubt myself all the time. I've talked to trans people. I've talked to all sorts of asexuals and bisexuals. Everybody doubts themselves. Gotcha. So, like, if you're having those thoughts, you're probably fine. Cool. So, I guess uh, I like to ask a couple questions. Um, like, how does it... So people who have to ask you about your sex life, like doctors and things, like if you have an appointment and uh, they ask you, like... Or if you had to ever go to, like, a therapist, like... How would you, as an ace, describe to a therapist, counselor, or a doctor that you're ace and you don't have those types of feelings? Do you think they would know or have knowledge? Do you think they're taught those kinds of things and uh, see enough people that they kind of get that enough, that they understand it? Or have you even had to deal with that at all? So I have gone to a therapist before, and like he has been technically trained of just like dealing with the different sexualities. Because apparently in Utah especially, there is a stupidly high suicide rate for like a lot of queer people. So they're so the mental health industry is trying to combat that, which gotcha. is great. That is great. Like the, the like combating it, not the high. Right. Rate, exactly. Right. But like that. So like doing that has been fine. But just like going to a doctor's office, they just assume because I'm young and unmarried. It's like, oh yeah, you're you're not you're not having sex at all because you're a good girl <laughs> that doesn't do that. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm totally keeping up my eternal virgin streak because <laughs> I'm a good girl and nothing else and no other reason. <laughs> no other reason at all. <laughs> oh dear. So. Uh, yeah, there are some other fun facts here that uh, the colors of asexuality are purple, gray, black, and white. Um, the symbol are, is the ace from cards, like the ace of spades. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of, like, so for the different suits of cards, there used to be, like, a whole thing, like, hearts are demisexual and da-da-da. Right. I don't know them, and we kind of got rid of them after we got over, like, four, like, the community kind of, like, backed away from that after we discovered there's more than four different categories of Right, us. yeah. That's fair. But it's still fun. Yeah. Um, space is also a huge motif, just because space rhymes with ace, and that's oh. fun. And dragons, because there's the whole thing that we're all secretly dragons. <laughs> and I just ruined the asexual agenda by saying that. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry, guys. Don't report me to the Elder Aces. I promise I'm good. <laughs> oh, um, do you have any other concerns about being in a relationship or uh, what do you think other Aces concerns are about being in a relationship? So I've noticed this with a lot of people I've talked to on online forums and just like different conversations I've had with people. But the big concern, especially for, like, a lot of good Christian peoples that are, like, trying to play it the whole, like, safe abstinence route, is that their partner is sticking with them and thinking that they're safe and they're fine until they get married and then having that expectation of, okay, 
we're married now. We did the thing. Now you give me all the sexual stuff because I want it. Right. Like, there is a huge fear. There are people who have been, like, forced into those marital rape categories. Yeah. Just bring down the mood for a little bit. And, like, I understand that. Like, I have seen just, like, good Christian men just say different things. Like, oh, well, if she's holding out, if she's not putting out, that's abuse. And just other toxic and terrible things. Yeah. That have just been really hard to deal with. And I'm just, it just needs to stop. And, like, the whole, like, she's holding out, it's not, she's not torturing you, like, purposefully. She's just not, she doesn't want to have it. Like. <sighs> yeah, and honestly, I feel, I also feel really bad for asexual boys. Because, you know, like, there's the whole stereotype pushed on men of, like, oh, well, guys just want sex all the time. Right, and Except then... Except for when you don't, and it's like... I just feel bad for them. Yeah, and then they're like, am I a boy? Like, is what's wrong with me, you know? And I think a lot of people who are trying to figure out what... If they're not normal, trying to figure out their asexual... Or their asexual... Their sexuality, or... They feel like, what's wrong with me? And they're trying to figure out what's wrong with them, but that's not true. There's... There's, I hate the word, what's wrong, or the words, what's wrong with me, because yeah. it's a negative, um, like, negative thing to put on yourself as a person, and you're different. What's different about me? That's, that should be the question. Like, not what's wrong with me. And I feel like a lot of younger people who are trying to figure it out for the first time, think that something is wrong with them so i'm glad that the whole um like the pride community that has sense is trying to help other people uh learn and be more accepting and have knowledge about having different um sexualities so because yeah. that's that's necessary for for people to um, be able to accept themselves and others as who they truly are. So. Yeah. Like, that's the big thing. It's just, like, your feelings are valid. Like, nobody can take that away from you. Just make sure that when respecting your feelings and being valid, you're not hurting other people. Like, be it with whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times when having conversations about sexuality if you have strong opinions why one way or the other like your opinion is valid to you and that's fine but don't push your opinions onto others um forcefully like it's fine to talk and communicate about them but don't like dig into people because of your opinions right so and don't try to because you are a certain way doesn't mean that someone else is that way. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know is there Oh, um I don't know if we talked about this either, but your ideal rela relationship, did we talk about that? I don't think we did. Oh man, my ideal relationship. Ooh. Like the other person 
like would they be what sexuality would they be um and what is your ideal and what are you willing to work with as well like two different answers so so like sexual orientation i haven't really given it much thought because like honestly like if you're willing to work around and just work with asexuality it's fine i mean when i was dating dating a gray sexual individual like honestly that was like a lot of fun because like it was somebody who understood me like understood the problems and was willing to set boundaries mm-hmm. and also we were able to have the whole thing of like i'm not as sexually attracted to you omg i'm not as sexually attracted to you high five <laughs> but like just generally having somebody who's willing to work with me that i can also like work with like it's a partnership really mm-hmm. just like thinking of like okay we're working together and i don't really care if it's like a guy or a girl or one of those androgynous non-binary people that make me feel very confused about myself. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. they make everyone confused. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like, you make... This is going to sound awful. I, I mean this in the most loving way, but it's like non-binary people. Y'all need to stop presenting as just these beautiful androgynous people because you're making me ask myself some questions I don't know the answer to. <laughs> Did like, Demi Lovato like, come out as, uh, was it I nine? know. Yeah. Yeah, she's not, they're non-binary, caught myself. They're <laughs> non-binary, and they're not adding to the whole stereotype of non-binary people being these beautiful, gorgeous, androgynous beings. I'm like, stop <laughs> being so pretty. You're giving me unrealistic <laughs> expectations. That's funny. Uh, well, if you have anything else you'd like to talk about. Oh, wait, wait. You said, okay, so you're... Your ideal was just somebody that I love and I trust that can work with me and just mm-hmm. really a partner that can lift me up and I can be with. Yeah. Like whatever form that looks like, whatever way, just really somebody that I don't have to worry about. Uh, my fiance has been a big, big part of that. Uh, lifting me up, making me believe and feel that I can do things that I didn't think I could. Um, and time and time and time again, she has proven me wrong that I can do stuff that I didn't think I could. Um, and it's because she pushes me in that way. That's been a big part of another reason why I'm so in love with her. So Mm, look at that. That's adorable. Look at that. That's adorable. <laughs> I mean it in a good way. I, I ship people in committed loving relationships because it's like, yay! Yes, go do the happy loving thing! Yeah. So, I think that's that's all I have mm-hmm. for for now. You can talk, or um, if you want to insert your, your Instagram, your, uh, your podcast that you have, now is yeah. the time to do that. Yeah, I was about to say, it's just like, I gotta shill, as <laughs> as the capitalist gods have told me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do a fiction podcast every other week. It's called Dream Girl City. You can find it on Spotify, PockyCast, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, all of the major ones, if you just look it up. It's basically just like the story of one of those lo-fi jazz-inspired cities, except nobody remembers how they got there. Wow. So it's just dealing with that mystery and the people there. That sounds very cool. I will be checking it out myself um, probably on Monday. 
uh, when I'm at work. So uh, I'll leave links to, uh, if you'd like, I can leave links to your Instagram, um, the podcast, um, probably specifically the Spotify one, um, just because that's what I use the most. Um, If you. My biggest audience is, so. (laughs) Okay, if you like, you can shoot me over the links to the other, uh, or the where you can find the other podcasts, and I can put them in the uh, description as well. Um, this podcast will be up on both YouTube and Spotify. I keep saying that I'm going to get it up on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, but I haven't yet. It's been oh, three it's weeks like, <laughs> since I've recorded. A thing to get on Apple Podcasts, like. I'm surprised they let me on. It was just like a whole thing of paperwork and just, oh, it was a mess. Oh, jeez. Well, I am excited to start listening to your podcast. And um, thank you, everyone, so much for uh, watching. If you watch this on YouTube or listening, uh, if, well, watching and listening, I guess you can do both on YouTube. Um, or our audio-only listeners on uh, Spotify, thank you so much for being here. Um and thank you for being loving and accepting of other people continue being that way and uh we'll see you guys next time all right see ya